FMX Network production. It's the Pulp MX Fantasy Podcast, brought to you by Pro Taper, Fly Racing, 100% Goggles, Interwest Hemp, and Motosport.com. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Pulp MX Fantasy Podcast. We're going to look ahead to Glendale, talk about how we did at Anaheim, too. And, of course, remember this weekend, Triple Crown. Everyone's going to get eight in. I'm going to feel fantastic, so that'll be great. Thank you for playing Pulp MX Fantasy. Thank you to our sponsors for this podcast, Fly Racing and Pro Taper, 100%. Motorsport.com, all on board with this podcast. And we're going to give some random uh, gift prizes out, some random R jerky. Uh, and uh, also, man, we got a jersey up for grabs for this weekend at Glendale and lots to get into. Thank you to Yamaha, man. We could not um, have any success with this game as much as we do without the folks at Yamaha. Giving away motorcycles to the overall winners. Giving away a random 450 at the end of the year uh, for a random championship user. Thank you to Yamaha, man. Uh, Blue Crew, thanks to those guys. All right, let's, uh, let's talk about uh, Anaheim 2 and look ahead to Glendale. Like I said, Triple Crown. Lots to get into. First up, from Fly Racing and FlyRacing.com. Uh, he's a man who um, did not have a great fantasy week last week. Jason Thomas, what's up, JT? Not much, just uh, suffering. I had one good week out of four so far, one that I would even consider mm-hmm. not a complete you know, disaster. Yep. And, uh, yeah. yeah, at least I'm getting eight in. That's been the theme of the week, and I know we're joking about that, but it's, it's something to hold on to. And at this point in my life, I just need something. Yeah. Like anything, yeah. Yeah. just give me something. Yeah, the, so there will be some satisfaction that you'll have eight in, even though there shouldn't be. There will be a small sort of satisfaction. Oh, no, no, no. It's all I have. Yeah. This is all I right. have, Steve. Right. Um, it's, it's more than satisfaction. It's like the greatest thing of, you know, that I have going. Like, if I wake up and I'm, like, staring in the mirror going, what's going to drag me through today? It's that I'm going to have eight. Right. Uh, also on the line from Renthal at Renthal.com, Paul Parabinos. What's up, Paul? I got five. Yeah. Yeah, not a great week for five. you, Paul. I got I got five. Yep. Yep. Things are things are tough, but if you want to flip it around here, there was one man on the line here who won our uh, Experts League with a 218 from Get and Athena, Dan Truman. What's up, Dan? I don't know how I beat you guys. I get first to the finish line wrong in both classes every weekend and still beat you guys. It's been frustrating. I got don't race, Dan. I got five. Dan, did you hear? I got five. <laughs> yeah, we all know, Paul. You said it like 1,200 times. Making sure. That's how you beat me. I got five. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. the wrong guys, you Paul. Don't, you guys don't have to have to get first to finish on. My guys aren't even behind the gate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're taking our gear off like three hours before we start earning points. Uh, what? Uh, in the knot hole. Like, what the hell is going on here, everybody? What the hell is going on? That's all I got to say. <laughs> Well, it's, one of our guys that we didn't I'm, get in. I can't wait. One though. of our guys told us to pick him. He told us to pick him. Yeah. And we and he did not race the main event. Yeah. It's did weird. He's been real quiet all week. Steve, I could. Did you tell everyone yet that we're closing the game down after this year? <laughs> I think it's after this week. No, we're not. We're definitely not. Oh. Okay. Um, it's been rough, everybody. Thank you for listening to the pod. We'll be better. We'll all get better. We're all learning. No one's perfect. Right? For, pe- 
for people that really messaged us about the drop round, I, I was kidding. I tweeted, how about a drop round? Oh, you did? And, like, okay. and I got some, like, people that sent me a long – I got one guy send me a pretty long message about how it's unfair, he's doing good, and it's not in the rules. And, like, he went into details about, like, how I'm, like, we're cheating. And I was like, I'm kidding. You just, you just pressed the delete button. <laughs> you block them like JT. JT, JT blocks those people. Um, no, that, that, I don't block. I don't block for people just being, you know, like that one. You just delete it. Okay, like, come on, guy. Ah, <laughs> uh, so Anaheim two, Dan two eighteen, Marks one ninety, me one eighty two, JT one seventy, Roto one sixty six, Paul one fifty five. Uh, overall, it is uh, Marks winning with eight ninety five. Genius or lucky. Dan's next eight sixty nine. Paul's eight back at eight sixty one. Roto's eight thirty two. JT's eight twenty seven, and I'm seven eighty six. And I just, uh, yeah, I, uh, I don't know what to say anymore. I don't know. Um, I'm not at the point where I'm going to refund people's expert picks like I did last year. About twenty of you got your money back, but um, I'm thinking about it. Twenty one percent of people selected a two fifty first to the finish line. Thirteen percent got it right. It was Vince Freeze. I uh, I did not. I had Christian Craig. Sixteen point nine percent of you picked a four fifty guy. Twenty five percent of you got it right. It was Ken Roxon. Um, so good job to all of you people. Uh, Dan, who did you have? I just had Craig. You said you got both classes wrong. Yeah, I had Craig and Chase. Maybe. Um, okay. I actually thought about Roxon, and then I think I went. I don't. Maybe Chase got the practice start. I had texted Osborne and right. whoever got the practice start. I can look at my results here. It tells me who I picked. So. Um, okay, so uh, Derek Kelly, forty-six points, number one score, tied with McClellan Heil uh, and Carson Brown. Uh, good job for Carson. Um, he was definitely somebody that I looked at, but didn't go with. Uh, Rod Bell, thirty-eight. Mitchell Harrison's back in the main event, thirty-eight. Carnell, thirty-eight. Schlager, thirty-eight. Uh, pick trend. Garrett Marchbanks, forty percent pick trend, did not qualify. That is a, a lot of angry people right there. That is a tough, tough blow. Uh, Nate Thrasher, twenty-seven percent. Uh, Caden Amarine had a really good qualifying time. Twenty-six percent of people picked him. Christian Craig, twenty-five percent. Logan Carnell, twenty-two percent. Uh, me myself, I picked Logan Carnell. He found me on Track Walk and said, "I'm going to be great." You're, I'm at a 10. I'm going to be really good this week. And I said, well, are you okay? Because you rang your bell pretty good in San Diego. And he said, I'm perfectly fine. And I said, all right. Sounds good. So I went with Logan Carnell. Give me that, Carnay. Uh, 38 points. I'll take it. Thank you, Carnell. Uh, obviously coming off a DNS at Anaheim 2. Uh, I picked that. Caden Amarine. Uh, looked really fast in practice. Uh, yeah, thought it was good. I, I'm scared of Thurry. I don't know why, but Thurry never does well when I pick him. And honestly, I wouldn't have picked anybody uh, other than Carson Brown. I couldn't pick Derek Kelly. I picked him last week. So Carson Brown, like when you look at the top scorers, like I didn't even look at Richard Taylor or Swole or Slauser or Harrison or these guys. I can only blame myself for not picking Carson Brown. You know, and that was it. I just wasn't going to go anywhere else. Uh, I I was scared of Marchbanks last week. I, I said that on the pod. Things are going south. I did not think he would not qualify, though. Uh, but I did pick Caden Amarine. Thrasher was my all-star. That was easy. And then, of course, Marchbanks, uh, zero. So uh, that was my 250 team. I mean, I can get mad at my score. It's not good, but I, I couldn't pick Derek Kelly. 
and I pass up Carson Brown, and that's kind of my score. That's, that's the reason why I didn't do that well. Uh, JT, who'd you have? Well, I mean, I think it's fair to start with Mark Banks because that was, I mean, that was a story in itself. I and mean, when you have 40% of championship players picking him, I think everybody left there just cursing him, right? And, and I know things happen, right? The, the heat race wasn't his fault. I think he had a broken wheel. Maybe something happened like that. Uh, and then the, the last chance he gets in a crash, and they, he actually rode his ass off. But, yeah, I mean, when you crash on the first lap of the LCQ in a five-minute race, I mean, good luck. So I was with you. I had him. I was really angry in the moment. Um, but if you really look at his season, we are the ones who were wrong. He hasn't really been able to do anything. It's been a cavalcade of crashes and bad rides. So I put a little blame on myself, but he was certainly, in my opinion, the well, story of uh, the A2. Well, yeah, race. but JT, he was a lap away from getting in the box at A1. I understand. Yeah. But when you look at his results in a vacuum, they are telling a tale that things are not all the way there. And it, it, I'm not saying he can't go fast. I'm not saying anything like that. But the results over four rounds – are telling you you have to be ready for it to go to come apart because if it's not crashes, well, it's bike problems. Like it's been something, right? Bike smoking, broken wheel, him crashing. Like it's just been one thing after another. And, and he had the same issues last year outdoors. He was fourth after Colorado, fourth overall in the points. Yep. And crashes and bike issues, and eventually he pulled out of the series. And it just kept going. Yeah, south. That's, that's, that's all I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not damning him. I'm just saying. When you pick him, you have to look at the results and go, man, he's a great pick. That's why he's 40%. But I have to be ready for this to go sideways because it's gone sideways almost every week. So 60% pick trend for uh, Glendale? How many times, Steve, have you said Anaheim 1 doesn't matter, doesn't tell us anything about results? Yeah, for sure. There is that. Uh, 60% pick trend for for Glendale? No. I mean, I would think think so. so. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I, I would say over 50. Yeah, has to be, right? Has to be. Uh, yeah. All right, JT, so March Banks was one. Yeah, so he was, uh, yeah, that was the most painful. I had Thrasher. That was uh, max points, 26. Thank you, Nate Thrasher. Uh, I had Thurry, and it wasn't pretty by any means for Thurry, but in the end he got back to 15, um, 34 points. I'm not going to hate on him. He could have done much better. That's really all the only negative I will throw his way. But, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to hate on 34 points. It's fine. And then I had, uh, I had Karnal Asada uh, for 38. And I just felt like if he gets in the main at a 10, I'll take my chances in this class. He's got a bunch of main events under his belt now, and he kind of knows what to do. And that's really all he did. It wasn't impressive. It wasn't mind-blowing speed or uh, headline-grabbing ride or anything like that. He just, he just put in the laps, and then he ended up 14. All right, Paul? Um, yeah, so not very good. Garrett Marchbanks is on my team. Um, sure, in hindsight, it would have been awesome to swerve that, but how do you, I don't, I don't know how you, yeah, you do that. I mean, I guess, yeah, it worked out for the people that did. Kudos to you guys. But yeah, I got a zero. Um, Mosman was my all-star. He got 26. That was cool. Um, I was on the 30 train. I never really take them off, took him off. I never really looked. Um, it went okay. 34 points is fine. I'm not mad at it. Um, and then the guy, the best guy on my team was Logan Carnell, um, 38. So not bad. I couldn't pick Kelly. Um, I wasn't looking at any at Heil or Brown or anybody. I was looking at Mitchell Harrison, but there's been so much like talk around he's riding injured and and 
yeah, so I don't know. It seemed risky. But um, so I got four guys in there, but I only got three points from three of them. And I think I got FFL wrong, but I can't tell if I did. Oh, yeah, I did. Uh, I had Vince Brees. That's right, though. Oh, okay. Then I don't know what I did then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, Dan. Um, I did swerve March Banks. Um, Are you serious? Yeah. Uh, I sent it in the group text. Attaboy, Dan. Said, fuck, yeah, fuck off, Dan. I said, he was talking man. About it in, the, in the one text the whole time. Yeah, I said, I think, man, like, what if he just does what he's been doing and he crashes, and it's not it's not good. Um, and he did that. He crashed. I got lucky, right? Like, he crashed. He should have been in the main event. So I just I like that you him. called your shot before. I, I like that you said, hey, this is what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. I, I'm good yeah. with that. Like, I, I, I think there's that. And, I mean, I did it early enough for anybody who has ex- expert picks. It wasn't like a last-minute change or nothing like that. Um, I put in Robbie Wageman uh, instead. I thought that Wageman had been good, and we talked about his best finish being like an eighth, I think. So I was hoping he would be eight, nine, ten. Uh, he got ninth, so 32 points from Wageman. I had Thrasher as my all-star. I talked about that the entire time and said that I thought Thrasher was a good all-star being a high, uh, high handicap. So that was good. I went with Caden Amari. He was good all day. He actually rode to the front in the heat race, up to fifth, I believe, which was really cool. And then um, – Sorry about the phone, guys. We're busy here. Is someone working at a Yeah, I was going to say, someone working at a reception. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Just giving you a hard time. So, yeah, Amri was good. Someone said he had a bike issue in the main event and then went back out there. Yeah, I believe get, so. Yeah, Yeah. so he was 22nd, and he, he moved up to 20th to get double points. Or, or he was a 12 anyway, so it wouldn't have mattered, I guess. But he did good, 30 points. I just It could have been a lot more. He was 52 at one point. And then my last, night, last guy was Logan Carnell. Uh, same reason you guys said. I think he – had a crash the week before. Everybody said he was fine. For me, I did look at Rod Bell and Harrison, but like Paul said, we had heard Harrison is riding hurt. And Rod Bell just, you told me, Steve, it was too soon in our text. You said it was too soon for Rod Bell, so I didn't pick him. But overall, I can't complain. I, I got 32 bonus points that you guys didn't get for well, Dodge and Mark Banks. So. Whatever is going on over your buddy's AEO team, for fantasy purposes, Paul, Derek Kelly and Carson Brown, top two. Kelly was top 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 one last week too. So, yeah, no, they've been good. They've been they've been good the last two weekends. And uh, Derek Kelly says he does hear about his fantasy, the fantasy people. Uh, hopefully, no one's an asshole to him. Although I doubt that. But so just just to add to that, I went to uh, so he rides for the AEO Power Sports KTM team. Mm-hmm. I was there going uh, just before Anaheim two, and oh yeah, they definitely know. <laughs> Trust me. Wow, they're very aware of. Uh, the whole situation. Are they aware of their rental sponsorship? They're they're aware they're aware of all of it. I'm in there at least once a week. They always ask me, "Hey, are the handicaps done?" They they everyone behind the counter there is a moto fan. Like right. that's why I love going to that shop. It's a cool shop. Right. Okay. Um Yeah, Carson Brown JT was not on your radar. Again, <laughs> just not No, I won't it. pick him no matter what. Right. I, I it's not it's not like a personal thing. I just I can't win with him, so I just avoid it. I feel like uh, we'll never go back and look at it, but I was not on the March Banks train last week, and I got shouted down by you, you everyone on the line, and, and, and I proved right, and nobody, nobody. He was it. a great pick on paper. I mean, Dan yeah, did the I'm right thing. Dan, you know, and he Dan swerved because everyone else. It was such an obvious pick. I don't think Dan looked at it and goes, "Man, this that's not a good pick at all." I think he did it 
because it was the opposite of what everyone was doing. It's really hard to not take that pick there, man. Like, he's capable of getting on the damn podium. Uh, yep. Uh, I want to thank the folks at Pro Taper before we get too far into this. Rockstar Energy Husqvarna running Pro Taper as well as Star Yamaha. So that means that right now the Pro Taper guys got the red plate with both classes with their riders at Star Yamaha. The ACF is available now. It's aluminum carbon fiber. The first carbon fiber reinforced aluminum handlebar for motocross. They got the carbon core system. It's lightweight and exceptionally strong. Unidirectional carbon fiber cores to reinforce the aluminum tubing and safely reduce the wall thickness in key areas. It is the lightest one and one eighth motocross handlebar, up to twenty percent lighter than conventional one and one eighth designs. Seven thousand series aluminum as well. ACF ProTaper.com. Please check that out. It's available now at your local dealer, Motorsport.com, as well. Talking about motorsport. OEM and aftermarket parts, free shipping on everything over 79 bucks. Ryan Villapoto, Phil Nicoletti, just some of the motorsport.com uh, athletes out there. They got great prices. They got a dedicated team of gearheads. JT's got a street bike, so if he needs parts, he can go to motorsport.com for his street bike parts. Uh, and, yes, I do. And um, you can get uh, UTV parts, dirt bike parts. Motorsport.com, go through the banner on pulpamex.com or pulpamexshow.com to help us out a little bit. Thank you to motorsport.com. And uh, we have the whole shot challenge. As well, motorsport.com. It's free to play. We've got gift cards up for grabs. And uh, so please check that out on pulpmexfantasy.com. It's free to play, like I said. So thanks thanks to those guys uh, for coming on board the uh, the podcast. And let's go to 450s from A2. Justin Bogle, number one pick, 46 points. McElrath, 36. Hartraff, 36. Anstey, 34. Chiz, 34. And I text with Chiz every race day. And all he does is tell me how bad he is and how much his elbow hurts and how he hasn't ridden and how he's sick and whatever. And then he crushes it, and I stay away from him. So thanks, Chiz, for swerving me all the time. Um, so please check that That's out. That's on you. Well, That's on you. What, what am I supposed to, supposed to do when the rider when, tells me this stuff? Yeah, but, like, you know riders. Like, they're never going to – they're going to they're gonna undersell themselves even when they're feeling good. Well, Kate, least, Kate did not. So, especially to the media. Kate did Kate, not. Kate oversold himself. Yeah. Carnow, Colt Carnow, told me to pick him. Was very confident in yeah. himself. So it doesn't right. always happen. I just... uh, Dean Wilson tied with Chiz with 34. Amar, 34. Marvin, 32. Ferrandez, 32. Your pick trend, uh, oh, 16.6% pick K. Clayson for zero points. Uh, number one, though, was Anderson. He was an all-star. Um, Bogle was next, then Troll Train. Sexton after that, McElrath, me, myself, and I. I went with Justin Bogle, uh, careers, career, not career, uh, season best finish for Bogle, uh, 46 points, thank you. I went with Troll Train. Somehow a guy born in Millville and rode Millville uh, crashed twice in the sand, including the main event. But 34 points, I'll take it. Thank you, Troll. Uh, my all-star was uh, Roxon, which was looking great until uh, he met up with Anderson in the sand. 15 points for me. And... The double whammy, which we'll talk about in a second here, which again will torpedo my fantasy team this weekend. Uh, and I picked Cade. Thanks, Cade. Uh, thanks a lot. Really appreciate that. That's awesome. Uh, all right, JT, who'd you have? Well, this is where it really went sideways. Um, I got Cindy. Uh, just to be completely honest, I, I took too many risks and, uh, yeah, blew myself up. So I did get the highest pick or the highest uh, score, which 38.7% of everyone did, so I'm not bragging. But I had Justin Bogle. He finally paid off. Um, I didn't feel like he rode all that well, to be completely honest, but whatever. 46 points is 46 points. 
Uh, I had Jason Anderson. That was uh, kind of an easy one, 41% pick trend. So, again, it's not like I'm, I'm uh, really doing anything novel here, just going with what's obvious. And then my other two picks, I felt like these guys would qualify, and I thought there was worthwhile risk uh, because I've been watching them pretty closely throughout the season. And when the tracks were technical, they seemed to kind of have it figured out. Um, and those two were Cade Clayson and Justin Starling, and neither of them qualified. So that's on me. Um, I take the blame for it. I thought it was a reasonable risk to take based on how they had been riding and based on how the 450 class had been shaping up. And uh, neither of them got it done. I mean, Cade came really close, to be fair. He came really close. Starling was really not close at all. No. So, uh, yeah. I had uh, How it goes. I had Bogle, Martin, and Cade all in the LCQ. Yeah, I was feeling great. Yeah, I had, th- I had, uh, I had three in, too. Yeah, it was really, really three awesome. Three in the LCQ as well. Yep. Uh, Paul? Dan? Yeah, I had uh, Justin Bogle. Okay. Uh, Same reason you guys did. I was on the good side of that one. Uh, I mean, I had him in Oakland when it didn't go well either, too. But uh, I went with Amart, and I went with Jason Anderson. Um, Anderson was kind of always my all-star pick with that five handicap. And then I went with Cade. And here's my problem. I had a team of Dean Wilson and Marvin. And either I go safe or I go Cindy. So I was like, okay, Wilson and Marvel probably do exactly what they did, uh, you know, 32, 34 points. But I thought there was a pretty high ceiling for Cade after we got a text out of nowhere that, you know, said, hey, I've been riding, I'm good, pick me. I'm not playing fantasy this year, but if I was, I would 100% put myself on my team. So I was like, all right, well, I guess he's pretty confident. So, uh, yeah, I switched for Dean and Marv for Amart and uh, Cade. So I lost 34 points because of it. So thanks, Cade. Yeah, you were like me. You had three in the LCQ, like JT, too, just sitting yeah. there. and Yeah, three yeah. in the LCQ. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we obviously got two of the three in. Cade was close. Cade will make it. And that's this was my biggest problem, right? Like, Cade's going to make it this weekend, I think, because, you know, he'll probably be – either in times or he'll be very close and uh he's a high handicap so he'll be a very good pick this weekend so paul who'd you have yeah really similar team to jt um i did have bogle and he was the best pick on the board so that's awesome when you have him but the problem is everybody did right 38 percent of the league um i went cooper webb for my all-star and that didn't work um i was trying to save the glendale uh 2022 winner jason anderson um for next weekend or i'm sorry for this weekend so I didn't take him at Anaheim 2. And I only got 18 out of Coop, so that kind of sucked. Um, and then, yeah, like JT, I had Clayson and Starling. Um, to not, Dan was putting words in Cade's mouth a little bit. Um, you know, his text literally says, the knee is almost normal. I rode yesterday. Baby, we ripping. Press tomorrow. Let's get it. And nothing else. No, so, I texted them separate. I have a separate text. Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I, I have a you were talking text. about our group text. No, nobody texted. Yeah, te- yeah. Um, Nobody texts Chiz. Don't text Chiz. He's just going to no, tell no. you how horrible he is. Yeah, but but like Dan said, I mean, both, and, and JT said, both Clayson and Starling both qualified higher than they have all year, I believe. Um, I thought it was the time to go Cindy, and it just didn't work out. So, like, all these teams that beat us, uh, yeah, they obviously went safer, um, and we're going to get double-fucked if Clayson and Starling are in the main events this weekend because they're both really high handicaps. But but what do you do? It's the way it goes. Cade rode great all night, I thought. He got 10th in his heat, got 5th in the LCQ. His starts just suck. Um, I could teach you how to do that, Cade, if you want. Starts are easy. 
But, yeah, that's why I only had five guys in the main, and that's why I only scored 155. You look at the qualifying time. You look at the qualifying times. I wanted to see what Starling did to see that you guys to pick him, and he was twenty first. And obviously, twenty two guys go to the main event. Everybody in the top twenty two was in the main except for Cade and Starling. Uh, Hill and Freddie took those spots away from the top twenty two guys because, you know, like isn't that what Paul? I'll start with you. Like what I do when I'm looking at sort of the other guys is I look at the 22 guys in the main event. Like I look at the times here's 22 guys, top 22 fastest guys today. And then I'm like, okay, well, I don't think this guy's in. I don't think this guy's in who can replace them. And with Cade with a 19th fastest, I mean, I, I would not have taken Cade off my list. I mean, obviously I picked him, but you know, I just wouldn't yeah, have. I, yeah. like Hill Hills, Hills 23rd. I could totally see Hill bumping somebody out, right? He's a racer. He's got skill, he's a decent rider. Uh, but Entignap, Cross, Freddie, Nick Schmidt, Politelli, they're not close, in my opinion. Yeah, like, honestly, I think it's just um, Freddie being yeah. solid and better than I think what all we're giving him credit for. Everybody, I mean, he's right. three for three. Yeah. He's three for three, and he doesn't qualify well, but he's racing well. So I didn't assume Freddie would be in the main, and he was. So that automatically, yeah. you know, heat races didn't go great. We had stacked LCQs, right? A-Mart was in there. And, and I, had, I was looking at A-Mart, too, but I knew he was going to be a really high pick trend, especially when you pick him, Steve, and you're, you know, you're uh, promoting him, I guess. A lot of people follow you. so he, And he was a high pick trend. He was 33%. So oh. he was my – March banks of the 4D class that I was going to swerve, and it just didn't work. Paul, we were fifth on the board for a little bit. Fifth. Oh, did he go out fifth? It didn't end up being fifth, no, but the, the, his face, the little troll face and name are on the tower. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, um, okay, so uh, big, huge swing in the 100% lead pipe lock standings by our buddy Dirty Al. Really disappointing uh, to see that Dan is now in the lead. And uh, I had a firm grip after three weeks, but I have lost it. Um, Dan, you won the uh, the week. Swole and Bogle, 82 points. Roto had Thurry and Chisholm for 68. Uh, JT had Marchbanks and Bogle. I had Marchbanks and Troll. Paul had Thurry and Cade for the uh, lead pipe locks. Um... And Dan took the lead, 324 to 280 for me. Paul, you are last, but as Dirty Al pointed out, Paul was dead last last year in Supercross and took the win. Or in Supercross 20, sorry. So it can happen. The comebacks can happen. Thank you to Dirty Al for keeping track of that. Thank you to 100% as well. Uh, the code is uh, the, the, the code is uh, Pulp22 to save 25% on all casual apparel and accessories. Visit 100%.com forward slash pulp. Uh, they're unprecedented, unprecedented global leader in moto goggles. They make a lot more than that, though. Uh, you know the goggles from Ferrandis and Coop and Marv and AP and the Star Guys and Lawrence Brothers. But they make mountain bike gear, helmets, protection, sport performance glasses, technical fleece, jackets, premium shirts. 100% is something for everyone on and off the track. Pulp 22 to save 25% off. That's a good deal. Right, Dan? 25% off? Pretty good deal. I got to say. Uh, at Ride 100% on Instagram, 100%.com on the web. Play check that out. We'll be picking our 100% lead pipe locks for uh, Glendale as well coming up here. Um, all right, let's let's. let's uh, oh, thank you to Yamaha as well. Uh, let's do the uh, random prizes while we're at it. All right, random prizes, motorsport.com gift card and some R-Jerky prize package. You don't even got to be good at this game like me 
to win. You just got to play the sign up for the championship league. Motorsport.com gift card Yamaha 115. Yamaha 115. Uh, thanks for playing. You get the $25 Motorsport.com gift card. And the R Jerky prize package is Matt Weber 429. Matt Weber 429 will be in touch. You win the uh, R Jerky prize package. Thank you to those guys for uh, for playing, and uh, thanks to R Jerky and Motorsport.com. Use the code Pulp20 at R Jerky to save with those guys. Um, all right, let's get into Glendale. So, I guess right off the right off the hop, though, like when you t- when you talk about the Triple Crown, like we're all gonna see the qualifying going in, and that's great, right? Um, but something that I think people don't realize, Paul, is that don't just take the double digit guys. Like, for example, McElrath, five handicap, second highest score. Hartraff, seven handicap, second highest score. Dean Wilson, tied for fourth highest score, and he's a three handicap. Like, I get it. You're going to see Cade. You're going to see Marchbanks. You're going to see these guys in there. Oh, Marchbanks won't be a double. I hope but, not. But, I hope not. But, but, Paul, that is not automatically the way to win these triple crowns. Not always, and I think it's good to go back and look at past fantasy results of Triple Crowns, which, when's the last time we had one? 2020? Uh, 2020. Early in the season? Yep. Okay, so maybe Glendale 2020 would, would be the most recent to go back and look at to, to get an idea, and which... I think those are on, on the website. You should be able to do that. But, yeah, I'm with you. Um, but it's really easy to, if you see three guys that are 12 or higher in the final 22, I can't fault you for picking those three. Okay, like, so sorry, interrupt you. I just pulled up. I just pulled up Glendale twenty twenty. Number one score, Mitch Oldenburg in two fifty class with a zero handicap. Costello was next with a six. Derek Drake with a one. Yep. Yeah, you're right. Uh, four fifty. Four fifty I mean, class. Number one score, Marty with a five. Uh, AP with a two was second highest score. Tyler Bowers with a seven was next. Right. So. It's easy to get in love with these double-digit guys, but let's let's remi- yeah. let's everyone be careful out there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, the easiest way, right, is to look at if there's three guys with a 12 or higher. You pick those three, you're guaranteed to at least get 26 or more out of everybody on your team, except your all-star. So that's nice and easy. But yeah, it's not always the best. And I think a guy like Marchbanks, for instance, if you can pick him, um, he could go. He could do a lot better than double handicap, right? If he's in there. Um, so yeah, that's an example, and, and yeah, you do definitely do need to look and see who's ripping on that day, and and I think starts are important here. Um, yeah, it's a three moto format, right? So you got to be there every time. Uh, and JT FFL is uh, any one of the three main events gets it. So a hundred percent, and I think you okay. You have to pick here. Yeah, so I'm going to say so. Everyone on this phone call recommends picking FFL in both classes, correct? Absolutely, I will be yes. Yeah. Because, again, they count all three main events. So uh, something to keep in mind. So, JT, what we just talked about, right? Like, don't fall in love with those double-digit handicaps. See, I don't, I don't, think, it's, um, I don't think it's a bad thing because I, I still think they're good picks. Now, are they always going to be the best pick? No. If you, if you see something like March Banks this weekend, you got to go with it, right? I, I totally get it. I expect him to be the highest pick trend in the 250 class. But I think – Overall, over time, going with the double-digit guys if they're in the main event is a tried-and-true method. You know, I don't think you always have to outsmart it. You can find kind of diamonds in the rough there, 
like, you know, that Derek Drake pick you mentioned from 2020, I get it. That happens. Uh, but if, if you're not that clued in, maybe you're newer to the game, I think it's absolutely fine to to take on the most risk. You have eight guys in the main event, and you know you're going to get a decent score. You may not win, but you're going to get a decent score. The, the highest double-digit handicap in 250s was eighth best non-all-star score. Cheyenne Harmon had a 10 handicap. But you know what? If you look at the – there was only – there was only two double-digit handicaps – in the last Triple Crown race in the 250 class. Yeah. And that, you remember how those seasons were, right? They were absolutely depleted, and all the guys that were qualifying had been qualifying all the time, so the handicaps had come way down. And I guess what I'm more leaning into is guys like Richard Taylor, um, guys like that, right? He's a 14. I think he could qualify. He's really good in the whoops, and it only takes one lap. So, yeah, if, if it's a 10 and it's, if, if it's iffy, Maybe you don't, but if you got if you have a 13 or a 14, to me, it's just a no-brainer. Don't overthink it. Maybe he only gets 19, but guess what? You just got over 30 points with him. You know, I don't think you have to try to outsmart the game if you get you know that outlier that gets in. So we have a 13 handicap that was in the last Glendale Triple Crown in the 450 mm-hmm. class. It was Jerry, and he was uh, no, well, eighth he, best. He, that's a okay. The whole thing. I mean, Jerry's a whole thing. Okay, Jerry's a whole and, thing. And full disclosure, Jerry's on my team right now. Yeah. Well, again, we can't worry about who's going to make it because we'll know. So I don't. This podcast, right, we don't course, need to really. I'm saying, yeah. I just think that if you try to get cute and you go for the guy that's a two that you think could get fifth, and if something goes wrong, you're going to be kicking yourself for not picking the guy that's a thirteen, and you know you're getting double points no matter what. I kind of disagree a little bit uh, with you, JT. To be honest, I know you but, do. that's okay. Yeah. Dan, that's okay. I'm just painting the other right, side. Right. Dan, I, I think. Oh, sorry. I think you. Go ahead. Sorry, I just, I just want to finish. I yep. think you're limiting your upside a little bit. I get it, but when you suffer pain like all of us have <laughs> the last few weeks, it's going to feel awful nice to know you're getting double points. Dan, where are you at? Well, I'm picking March Banks out of two, so yeah. I mean, well, screw obviously you. there will be a double a double handicap guy that I could pick over March Banks. So, with what JT is saying, sure, March Banks could get 13th. He could crash out. He, you know, if he's in the main event, though, I'm going to know that. I'm going to pick him. I don't think I can not pick him at this point. When I swerved him last week for this exact reason, to try and benefit from the point. Yes, you have to pick March Banks in your case. Right. I mean, as long yeah. as everything goes good through practice, he makes it. Will there be a double handicap that also makes it that I could pick over him and guarantee myself 32 points? Probably. Um, but I still think I have to pick March Banks in this case. So, um, okay. yeah, I mean, okay. I, I do I do think Jerry and Cheyenne Harmon make the main event, though, and they're both high handicaps. I think they're the two highest pick trends of the weekend. Uh, FFL for Glendale, Paul, F- Craig and Freeze, flip a coin? No. No, actually, you know, because oh. I, I just – I just pulled up some season statistics for this just because I think it's a good weekend to science it a little bit, right? So you get three shots out of it, out of, out at it. I'm sorry. So I just pulled up season stats, and the guy in the 250 class with the best average start is Vince Freese. That's racing. Hammaker also has the same, but he's out. So I would say you go Freese in in uh, 250 class, and then in 450 class, it's Roxon. So, I mean, if you just want to do this, I'd go those two. Sorry, I was I was answering a text. Who'd you say besides uh, Freeze? Two fifties? Freeze and Roxon, I believe, are, are oh. who you should go for FFL. 
Steve, oh. could, Steve could you stop your phone during the show, please? <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's work business, JT. Um, okay. Okay. That's what JT says too, and you still get no for it. It's not. It's not work business for JT. It's stocks. <laughs> it's stocks and 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 uh, keto. Twitter. You don't know that. It's keto. Oh my. It's God. keto. It, it is a it is a long start this weekend, yep. and Freeze wasn't good at the other long starts, Paul. That would be the only thing that you know I would consider. You know what's good at long and starts is Yamaha's. No, I know, but yeah. Christian Craig is not a lot got, of lanes to get there. Yeah, Craig has not got first to the finish line yet this I year. I know. Tell me about it. Um, but he's been second a number of times. Okay, does Freeze's wheel to the head affect his performance on the starts? No. Come okay, on. I, I'm asking. I'm asking. Don't shoot the messenger. I'm sorry. No, but but it is a long track, right? So it's a long start. You got a, a three rhythm lanes. Then you jump back over into the center of the start, and then you go back down the start, and then you hit the finish line. So no whoops before the finish line, um, which I think is a good for Craig. So yeah, I think you got to go Freeson Roxon. Like I don't really think there's much debate unless you want to try to go different and hope that they don't get it out of three tries. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, that 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 has been something we did in the past. I think me and JT did it before. We went, like, AC last year or something, just hoping that everybody picked Roxon and maybe Roxon never got one and our guy got one, you know? Um, yep. But, I mean, in the 250 class, I think there's only three guys you could really pick, maybe four out of the whole class. 450's tough. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of guys. Most men in the briefs, you think, Dan? I think Freeze, Craig, and then Mosman would be the three. That, Freeze, that Craig, and Mosman. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Is it just Ken, JT, just Kenny in 450s? No, I don't think so. Okay. Um, Give us I, that. I think he makes a great case for it, but I, I think I think you could go Sexton. Uh, I think you could go Webb. As crazy as that sounds, I'm still a believer. That is crazy. Um, I mean, I think Kenny's the best pick. Okay, if you're going to say he's not, you know, if he's, if you're going to ask who the best pick is, sure. But I don't think it's only Kenny. I don't believe that. Over three tries, um, you know, he hasn't. He's whole shotted what two out of four, two out of four main events. So, okay. Um, you look at the other guys in the heat races and stuff. There are some good good starters in that class. I don't think you have to go Kenny. But it again, it, um, I don't think you're wrong saying he's the best pick. What we need to do is someone tweet me. If someone picks all single-digit guys, and then not not all stars, just three single-digit guys, and then someone handicap you mean handicaps? Yes, sorry. And then somebody who picks double-digit handicap guys in four fifty, uh, all sorry, all three-digit handicap. Gu- <laughs> I'll be all right. Jeez, all single di- all single-digit uh, handicap guys, non all stars, and then somebody who picks all double-digit handicap guys. And let's see how whose team does better. Uh, tweet me that, and um, if you do that, and tweet me, attach me, and we'll look at it and see. Because I'm almost, I would say that maybe two of us should do that, do that theory. But maybe we don't want to. But um, I mean, if you can find, th- if there are three guys, and when you say double digit, like ten and eleven, ain't that safe? Like you could still miss out, right? So like, if there's three guys that are twelve and higher, meaning three guys in each class so six guys 12 and higher if you can make a team like that i don't think you're having any any issues to having a good weekend sit back drink your beer have a nice weekend the problem with that is i don't think there will be that in in the 250 class yeah like you know i'm looking at the handicaps now and i don't see this this Easily not 22, well, I, 22 guys. I kind of I kind of hope that's not the situation. For sake of handicaps and game fun, 
that would right. take a lot of the fun out of it if there's three guys in each class with 12 and higher that make the final 22. Right. So Cheyenne, Cheyenne Harmon has qualified 19th, 23rd, and 23rd in the three races that he has raced. So he's going to the LCQ all three times. He's going to the LCQ all three times, exactly, and he has and, not been a great race racer. <laughs> no, no, no. His, his racing has not gone great. I think right. you want to, you, you know, you want guys that, like, like Jerry, you know, Dan, you said Jerry. Like, I don't know if Jerry can do three races better than last, you know? No, no. I yeah. think, no. but Jerry's a 14. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. yeah. if Jerry makes the main event, you got to just assume that you're okay with whatever, you know, whatever last would be, um, which would be eighth place. So are you okay with that? Right, right. Um, I, I would ask you who your teams are, but it doesn't really matter. We just have to look. We're just, I, I felt like this podcast yeah, I, should be I, more debating double-digit versus single-digit guys. Well, yeah. I think we need to break down all-stars for one. There, you can still lose points by not getting 26 there. And there are some guys in this list that I think I'm going to consider, regardless of qualifying, like just talking to Vidiclass, class, I think yep. Chris Blose, you got you got to look at, right? Like he's from Arizona. Broke he's, a, two bad he's got a broken rib. A he's got a broken rib, though, so uh, I don't know how so, much that will affect him. Who is yeah, that? That's fine. We'll find out on Saturday. Zombie. But, I mean, if he qualifies top ten like he always does, he's a four. Like, I think he's going to be a damn good pick, rib or not. Okay. Dylan Schwartz is out, correct? I would think so. I haven't heard. Yeah. Yeah, I have him highlighted as well. So, he DNF'd his heat race. He didn't line up for the LCQ. He's a seven. No idea if he's injured or what. But, yeah, Dan, I'd look at him if he's racing. He, yeah. he had his arm in a sling and was getting MRI. So, I don't like his oh, odds bummer. to line up. Um. But yeah, certainly look at it. Um, okay, I like Hunter Lawrence because he's yes, he's a two, and yes, I normally say, you know, I'll take the higher numbers. But with three races, Hunter Lawrence just being the veteran guy, he's not been off the podium at all. I I like I like that too. Give me that too for Hunter Lawrence. I agree. Yeah, I like it. I think he, I think he can go Mosman at a one. I mean, he's been getting good starts. I really like Hunter. How you said. Um, Craig is a zero, right? So you need him to win the race. That's tough. You could look at Shimoda. I guess he's a. He's a five, but looking at his past finishes, that's only getting he's, – he's gone seven, seven, five, seven. so you're only getting 26 mm-hmm. once out of those four tries. So I don't know. I think I think people need to calm it down on Swole a little bit. I'm sorry, on Shimoda. On Shimoda, yeah, yeah. Dan has it picked right now. So maybe tell your buddy Dan to calm down. Yeah, I mean, they still lap seventh place like two weeks in a row. So I think that – I mean, we can't just bank on him to crash every weekend. So right. if he stays up – um, somebody whose handicap went up had did have a good Anaheim too, but has been okay is Cole Thompson. He could be like a like a ninth place guy, nine 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 with two handicap, I, not a bad score. I agree, Dan. I think I'm sorry. I agree, Steve. I think he's really consistent. He stays out of trouble. I mean, he's in the main event every time. He's mm-hmm. not a big crasher. I think over three races he can go like twelve, 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 and or something and end up with like an eighth overall. Right. Right. Um, <laughs> Uh, JT, All-Stars, any thoughts? I think Hunter's the, the obvious pick. Um, it's just why overthink it, right? You're getting one more than you are with Moseman and two more than you are with Christian. Uh, I just don't know why you would not take that. Uh, he like, hasn't shown any – what? If you can't pick Hunter, who do you like? Yeah, I think you would go Moseman there. Okay. Um, the other guys have just been a little bit too shaky for me. Um, like Mumford's been riding really well, but to me – he doesn't feel all-star-ish, if that makes sense. Like, he's having a, a much better season, but I don't necessarily trust him. 
I don't trust Shimoda. I don't really trust Thrasher all that much. So, I mean, I guess Wageman falls in that. I just don't really trust any of those guys. They could have a good race or a bad race. So I do trust Hunter. I would go there. I'm starting to trust Moseman a little more, especially if you're giving me three shots at it to, you know, maybe even out a, a tip over or something. Um, so yeah, I would just I would just go with the the elites. Stay away from you know any of the other guys. Uh, Four fifty all stars. I like Sexton or um, Webb uh, or Anderson. Three, three, and five uh, respectively. You got to be able to pick one of them. Paul. Yeah, I don't disagree. Um, I have Anderson right now because I I, I know. I think 40% of the league can't pick him. So I like that. Um, I don't disagree at all with Cooper Webb. I can't pick him, but yeah, to get sixth, I think he's going to be top six overall all day, especially in the three-moto format. Um, I think you can look at Barsha, too, at a five. He has to be top six overall to max out. I think he'll do that over three motos, I believe. Um, so, yeah, there's there's plenty to look at, I think, with All-Star. You know, I really like, obviously, well, everybody's going to have all eight in, but Brayton out of five at a triple crown, Dan? Yeah. yeah. Give it to me. Right? 100%. JT, Paul, you guys with me? Oh, yeah. I agree, so, for yep. sure. Um, yep. Give me, uh, give me Brayton. Oh, somebody's phone is really acting up there. All right. Um, Sorry, can you hear me? Yeah, you're good. Uh, Chiz, eight, good. Heartraft, five, good. Um, yeah, you know, I think it's uh, it's Ken Rock, her up at a five is good. Yeah, I think it's good, it's not great. It's good. I think it's okay. a great pick. I, I, who's a great pick? Okay, Ken Roxon. <sighs> yeah, no doubt. I meant, I, you I know what? Like I, skip, I skipped over that because I don't want it's too painful. But uh, <laughs> go ahead, Dan, talk about Ken Roxon at a zero non all star. I mean, this is probably the first time in the last five years he's not top eight in points. He was the points leader three weeks Maybe ago. ever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, com- complete bullshit. Complete he had the bullshit. red play in Oakland. That's, that was two rounds ago. Mark's told me that he's going to make him ineligible to be picked. <laughs> I mean, I feel sorry for the people that had him as, a, as an all-star last week because they got screwed. He didn't even max out. Oh, yeah. He didn't even well, max or, out. Yeah. Oh, you had him last week, huh? Yeah, Dan. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, did not even get you yeah, 26. Yeah, maxing out with 13. Didn't yeah, even get you 26. Points. Didn't even get you a 20. Didn't even come up with a 20. He got 13th, Steve. You think he's getting maxed out? No, I'm, I'm saying, yeah, he got 13th. So, like, he didn't even, like, that's not breaking news. reward you. He didn't even reward his people a little <laughs> bit. He screwed you at Anaheim, too, and he's screwing you again. And he's good at triple rounds, a sneaky too. good pick here? What? Uh, AP. AP is a sneaky good pick at a zero. Yeah, you think? Okay. Yep. Um, I I kind of don't want Clayson and Starling to make the main of that bad. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want them to even like, come here. Maybe a flat, flat tire maybe a flat on the way here. Practice and like, there's no tubes anywhere to be found in all of Arizona. <laughs> um, a Ray's not racing. Not that that matters because we'll know the main event anyways before the, for the guys. But uh, yeah, A Ray's not racing. Um, all right. Well. So who dropped? Steve, who Steve, became would an? You go, who came, would you go AP or Brayton? I think Brayton. Are you trying to get me to bet again, Dan? Are we trying? No, to no. Oh. I'm trying to decide. I have Brayton on my team also, but I think AP is a good pick. I just man, that's a big. He would have to beat him by five spots. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. But if, what happens if it's like Oakland and he gets second again? Yep. Yep. Hundred uh, <laughs> percent lead pipe locks. Uh, Pulp 22 at checkout. 
I'm going to go... Ask him. You get to go first every week. Okay. No problem. I don't need to go first at all. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. I, you know what? I've asked you guys, hey, how's the pod? How's the format? Do we need to change anything? Like, I don't want to be the guy that, you know, just d- declares, you know, the format. And you, none of you guys have ever said any criticism. So, um... But, I, I really bonded that day. I, I don't know what you're talking about. All right, go ahead, Paul. Man. I'm going to set my pet blocks. Uh, Ken Roxon. Yep. And I'm not going to pick Garrett Marchbanks because I'm still kind of mad. <laughs> my dad's probably going to pick him. So uh, Chris Bloss. I'll go with Chris Bloss. All right, Dan. Garrett Marchbanks. It's going to get me a lot of points this weekend. And I'm going to gamble here a little bit, but I'm going to go with Justin Starling. Okay. All right. JT? Um, 450. I'm going to go Roxon. 250. That's a great question. Um, I think I have to go March Banks again. As much as it sucks, I think I have to. Yeah, JT wins this weekend. Those are the best two picks. If you can pick those two guys, pick them. If you, uh, by the way, uh, Dirty Al, hit up Roto on Twitter for his lead pipes, if you can, please. Um, I will go. I want to need. I need to get back in front of Dan for the donut trophy. You I will try to do it in one weekend. Yes, thank you, Paul. Um, <laughs> I will do it. Ryan Surratt and Justin Brighton. Surratt's an eight. Like yep. So, um, yeah. All right. Why did why did Surratt not start the LCQ, Steve? I believe he did, didn't he? No, he did not. He did not. That's news. DNS, to me. it says. Did he not? Was he not laying in the ground in the first in the LCQ with everybody else that almost took Marchbanks down? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I just, yeah. I'm just going by DNS. Yeah, because he didn't finish a lap, Paul. Well, and the AMA has it wrong then because he did start. He did, and I'm shocked the AMA would get something wrong. I'm shocked. Damn. <clears> yeah. Yeah, no, I don't I'd have real- any data to like show people leaving the gate, huh? Uh, do you real guys? Quick, speaking of March- whole shot, oh, so, thing, Steve, the yeah. whole shot for this week for motorsport whole shot, you will pick a different person for every start. So get your picks in. Oh, I didn't yeah. know this. Okay. Yep. All right. So on the whole shot, whole shot challenge will be a two fifty main event one, main event two, main event three. So you will get points based on you know if Vince Freeze gets it in main event two and you had him picked in three, you don't get the points. So. You need to have it correct to win this week. Um, all right. Um, good to know. Yeah. What? Uh, oh, um, I don't know if you guys were – Mar- we all had March Banks. Did you see how close he came to going down in the first uh, turn as well in the LCQ? We got yeah. through that, and then we were like, whew, wow, that was close. Two corners later. <laughs> so I think he, he ran still could have got in. I think he still could have got in. That, and he still almost got in. Yeah. He was riding like his balls were on fire, <laughs> which I guess if you were like a semi-factory supported guy with a salary, that's what you, that's how you ride in the LCQ. So yeah, yeah. Shane McElrath jersey. I think you mentioned it earlier. The winner this week will get a Shane McElrath jersey. Yeah. Cool. And all right. All right. Well, good luck, everybody. Remember, if you don't get eight in, don't just don't even play the game anymore. Just just don't even <laughs> don't even bother. Yeah, you don't deserve you don't deserve this game. You don't deserve this game if you don't have eight in this weekend. So uh all right everybody, thanks for listening. Thank you to Yamaha Fly Pro Taper, hundred percent motorsport.com. As always, uh JT, Paul, Dan, thanks boys. Thanks. Thank you guys.